Them a plan against my life But God now left us But a lightning and thunder Just send me protection from this holy mountain Lightning and thunder Protect my life, please protect my sonja Lightning and thunder Them who I'm a fall, I'm a blood, them a comfort Lightning and thunder Jaja, you take me so far, them can't see me blunder Morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. And of course, I have to say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Friday. Yay, TGIF. It's Friday, June 10th. Feature Friday. Today's Feature Friday artist is Bojo Banton. Plus, we have the Friday Mix Summer Party Series with DJ Lenkimatic. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me for Coffee and Tell World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram at Moments with Me Media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. In international news, Nigeria, ISIL affiliate blamed for church massacre. Iran says it expects confiscated oil cargo to be returned in full. Game foul millionaire Thai woman find fortunes in cockfighting. News out of North America. At least three killed, one state trooper shot at Maryland manufacturing plant. McDonald's manager shot by employee after asking him to leave work. Justice Department opens probe into Louisiana State Police. Department of Justice assigns a team to investigate response to the Uvalde school massacre. Two Georgia preschool teachers charged with first-degree cruelty to children after a parent witnesses the abuse on video. In business and tech news, Geico ordered to pay $5.2 million to a woman who contracted HPV in a car insured by them. Kroger is coming to South Florida. Health and Science News. Study shows frequent intake of fish could lead to skin cancer. In sports news, LeBron James's foundation is opening a medical center in his hometown. Out of the Caribbean corner, Barbados manufacturing sector to undergo transformation. Businessman calls for the hiring of skilled persons without degrees. Sharika Jackson proves too good for Thompson Hera in Rome. U.S. announces new climate change partnership with the Caribbean. Summit of the Americas, wholeness urges greater coordination to safeguard tourism. Out of Latin America, 
woman caught smuggling packets of cocaine in her wig at Panama Airport. We didn't have a choice. Thousands risk lives to cross the Darien Gap. Nicaragua authorizes deployment of Russian military forces. In Believe It or Not stories, a teen shot by a stray bullet while doing homework in her queen's home. Two people rescued after falling in a tank of chocolate in Pennsylvania. Two minor brothers arrested in Florida for breaking into gun store and stealing 22 firearms. Alabama woman murdered by her husband weeks after protection against him is lifted. North Carolina man cashes in $600 lottery ticket. Finds out he won almost $600,000. Don't sleep on those lottery tickets. We're going to be right back with the details after the music break. Today, we are hearing from our feature Friday artist, Buju, oh, Buju Banton. So here we go. Me love me car, me love me bike, me love me money and thing. Uh, but most of all, me love me brownie. Love me car, me love me bike, me love me money and thing. Uh, but most of all, me love me brownie. Pamela and Dan, Suzette and Nadina wanna walk the whole vibe of them thinking. Uh, them a plan and them a can and them a scheme cause them more much of me and me brownie. Straight to the top, where me sing out. Can't beat the bojo love 
no to the max so Full time no no start defense Some cash in hear me A boy you come with a bag a big shot Cock your ears them and tell him just back to Woman fi look good, woman fi look hot Woman fi look ready, now what's it not Talking about Dan, Sharon and Pat Whoever look good in them freely freely fracture with them Man a let her money, him a let her pay cash Them a defend the dollars straight to the max Them not deal with it service, cash from top If them get the cash the whole night, them turn them back So me say, can't pick me about your love not to the max Full time now, no stand defense some cash You hear me? A boy a come with him bag a big chat Take me advice, can't pick me Tell him figure get back, cause sweetheart Now all you know again Woman wanted dollars and them wanted for Spain Can't feel look good, she want muggle with her friend She want muggle with Dave and Tony Kelly Dame Once far with daddy ranks and him friend Was a rich company, a broke pocket Dame Far with no man and have nothing to spend So me say, can't pick me but you love not to the Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. We made it to Friday. Yay, TGIF. I am so happy. But I'm even more happy because the kids are on summer break. Uh, this is day two, and I'm already twitching. I'm having about to have a nervous breakdown. I'll talk about that a little more later on in the show. Uh, also, coming up later on, we do have the Friday Party Mix, the summer series. And today, our music, our 15-minute mix, is courtesy of DJ Lankymatic. So, earlier you heard Love My Browning, Love Black Woman, Buja Love You To The Max. And in the background, we're hearing Buja featuring Nadine Sutherland, Wicked Dicky. 
Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram at Moments with Me Media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. And the me in all of the handles, am I? And now it is time for the details, and we're starting off with international news. Nigeria, our first story comes to us. Um, ISIL affiliate blamed for church massacre. The Nigerian government has blamed an ISIL-affiliated armed group in the country for carrying out an attack that killed dozens of worshippers at a church. Security experts, however, expressed skepticism about the allegation. The responsibility for Sunday's deadly bomb and gun assault in Owa Town, Ondo State, which killed at least 40 churchgoers, belonged to the Islamic State West Africa province, according to Nigerian officials. The accusation was made to the press by Interior Minister Ralph Aregbesola. Ooh, all right. Aregbesola. See? I got to break it up first and then put it back together. <laughs> After a National Security Council meeting on Thursday in the capital, Abuja, the minister added that the armed forces are on the hunt for the perpetrators. However, the armed group has yet to claim responsibility for the Sunday morning attack, and analysts noted this is unusual because ISWAP is known to quickly take credit for past violence. Iran says it expects its confiscated oil cargo to be returned in full. <laughs> okay, then. Iran said it expects oil cargo confiscated by the United States off the coast of Greece to be returned in full following a Greek court decision overturning an original ruling to allow its seizure. The case arose when Greece, in April, impounded the Iranian-flagged Lana with 19 Russian crew members on board near the island of Evia because of European Union sanctions. The U.S. in May confiscated part of the Iranian oil on board, transferring it to another ship following the initial Greek court ruling. The Greek court's decision to overturn that ruling has not yet been made public. Following intensive follow-up, that's weird for them to put that in one sentence, right? Following intensive follow-up. The Greek Court of Appeals will overturn the initial court ruling on the confiscation of Iranian oil and the entire oil shipment will be returned, Iranian Ambassador Ahmad Nadiri said. The issue remains the subject of intense consultations between the two countries to ensure full implementation of the ruling, he added on the embassy's Twitter account. Greek media reported that the Lana was believed to be carrying more than 100,000 tons of Iranian crude in breach of U.S. and European Union sanctions on Iran. The confiscation of the cargo prompted an angry response from Iran, with Iranian forces last month seizing two Greek tankers in the Gulf after Tehran warned it would take punitive action against Athens. President Ibrahim Raisi said on Thursday that Iran had shown it would stand up to the bullies. And that's in quotation. Like bullies, they stole our ship. Iran proved that the era of hit and runs is over. And we seized two of their ships. How many times do you want to test the Iranian nation? Rice said in remarks carried by state television. James, as I read that one, I thought about you. <laughs> Woo, listen. It's kind of like piracy, isn't it? You're out there on the open seas and people just um, hijack you and take your um, wares, your goods. 
<laughs> Iran says we're not having it, U.S. You're going to give us back every drippity drop that you took from us. Info. Returning it. Like bullies. That seems to be a word that's coming up more and more as it relates to the United States and how it carries out some of its um what, what, what's the right word you know what let me not say <laughs> yeah okay us what's gonna happen here are they gonna say that they're operating based upon the sanctions that have been imposed and that gives them the wherewithal to do as they please what is the pushback going to be? What is the story that is going to be told to make us say, ah, oh, yes, the U.S. was with, well within their right to do what they did? I don't know. I don't know if Iran is a country we want to play with because everybody is emboldened now. Everybody is like, no, we're standing up. We've had enough. Hmm. Okay. Game, f and I hope Marlon is not here for this story because he had me cracking up on this next story Yes, last night. Game foul millionaire. Thai woman found fortunes. I can't even read it without laughing. Hold on, let me get my composure. I'm sorry, folks. Oh, it's Friday, thank God. So, let me start over. Game foul millionaire. Thai woman find fortunes in cockfighting. With each cockerel's kick, wisps of white down feathers float into the air above the densely packed spectators. The men watching the fight jump out of their seats to shout odds, voices swelling like singing sayers. Among the audience at the cockfighting ring in Lampang province in northwestern Thailand, one face stands out. With the ends of her long hair curled with a flat iron and carefully penciled eyebrows, Pramona's Jumpa Looks like an idol or influencer, but she's neither. Better known as Maud, the 27-year-old is one of Thailand's up-and-coming game fowl breeders, rising to prominence as the angel of the game fowl. After entering Super 100, a TV talent show that allowed her to show off her expertise on birds. Maud watches the fight from the front row, elbows propped in a plastic-coated soft barrier cracked and flaking from a history of clenched hands. Her bird is in the ring. And if it wins, there is serious money to be made, not necessarily from gambling, but rather more from the sales of her champion's offspring. Cockfighting is a long-standing part of Thai culture. Unlike some Southeast Asian countries, betting on the outcome of a fight is legal. It licensed venues and spurs on the bird's legs are often wrapped in tape to prevent serious injury. While rings are ubiquitous across the country, Tournaments are mostly in rural provinces where household income is often also lower than in Bangkok. Maud's farm, located a few hours from Chiang Mai, is surrounded by rice fields. Over the last few years, the sport has transformed from a farmer's side hustle into an entrepreneur's primary source of income. So we can... <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. Are we allowed to do cockfighting in the U.S.? Is it legal here or is it um, not allowed? See, I don't think so. Every time I see a movie with cockfighting, it's always hidden and underground. So yes. I very much doubt that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they're making money in Thailand. Yeah, millionaires actually. 
That's what's going on. And they're not making the money off of the bets. They're making the money off of the offspring of the winner. Imagine that. Well, I guess that's like, no, I was trying to see if I could compare that to horse racing. Yeah, to some degree, you bet on the horses. But if you can bet on horses and that's legal, why can't cockfighting be legal? Because to some degree, I do feel that cockfighting is a little bit on the side of animal abuse. Um, yes. So too is horse racing. Um, when you think about it. No. Okay. <laughs> Why you say no, Sonette? <laughs> because no, the, the, in cockfights, cocks die sometimes. In Thailand, they're protecting them more, but... If you watch a, a cockfight in any sort of movie that is based in America mm -hmm. or Mexico, they often die. They get they, they get all like all torn up. Their feathers are a wreck when the, when the game is over. This is just for movies, so I only watch this on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in horse racing, the, those horses are pampered. Okay. Pampered. They get to race for maybe a, a two minute race. It's not even that long. A two minute race once every maybe two or three days they're not they're not gonna die from that yeah. unless they break a leg or something and then they have to put them down but but it's it's, it's very unlikely because they have lots of medical care I, I would i don't think they're equal okay makes sense you're right you're right you know why i was saying that though i was thinking because um when you watch horses being trained and the whip you know and you're hitting them with this whip and they're carrying your weight on their backs and that's what I was thinking about. That's why I was, yes, but it's not a comparison. You're absolutely right because the level of care that is given to horses is way better than most of us humans get. We Tell don't even, <laughs> we don't even balance out our diets the way they do for horses. Yeah. Beautiful creatures. I love them though. I think they're absolutely adorable. Yeah. So I need to see what, I, you know what I struggle with? thinking outside the box and coming up with creative ways, you know, to make money. But then again, you're scared to, you know, follow through on certain ideas because everything is so, there's so much red tape attached to everything. And um, then you have all these different bodies and lobbyists and, and um, dog watchers, quote unquote, you don't know what to do. It's like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Can I do that? I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, you kind of hamper yourself to some degree. But those were our stories out of um, the, from the international scene coming up after the music break. More news. News out of North America. But for now, we're going to enjoy some more from our feature Friday artist, Bojo Banta. Somebody please tell me no. Oh, Master God, world around you. Put the war back and praise God, yeah, my son, tell me no. Oh, Papa Jesus, world around. Make we come together, God, the Father, so come. There was a beginning, so there must be an end. Let us build a better day for our grandchildren. And look in our heart and see where we can mend. Where food is concerned, there is a problem. Oh, man, can't find food. Feed the children while the rich man have the chicken back. I feed the dog, them but 
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Jano Radio.com, and 
everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. It is Feature Friday. Today's Feature Friday artist is Buju Banton. Earlier we heard Homasa Godwell Aron. The Portis artist, and right now we're listening to No Respect. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on on Instagram Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Go ahead and um, definitely subscribe and share the co- share the channel because we're trying to get up to a certain number of subscribers and that's when we're going to start loading content, really loading content, and you don't want to be left behind. And now it's time for stories out of North America. Good morning, Marlon. I'm glad you missed the international stories. I really am glad um, because I didn't want you here for that story. So I'll just keep it moving. <laughs> Good morning. Why are you glad? What did I miss? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Right. Marlon, I don't know why she brought it up. It was she was talking about a cockfight, so she couldn't hold her composure. Okay, I'm done. Rat, son, I call her a rat. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. We need the laughter because at this point, nobody needs to call any country a third world country. America is a third world country i'm sick of it i'm sorry here we go again it's the norm it is the norm in this country get used to it it's not gonna end at least three killed one state trooper shot at a maryland manufacturing plant an employee opened fire at a manufacturing business in rural western maryland on thursday killing three co-workers before the suspect and a state trooper were wounded in a shootout, authorities said. Washington County Sheriff Doug Mullendore said that three victims were found dead at Columbia Machine Inc. in Smithsburg and a fourth victim was critically injured. The sheriff said at a news conference that the victims and suspects were all employees at the facility. The suspect fled in a vehicle before authorities arrived at the scene and was tracked down by Maryland State Police. The suspect and a trooper were wounded in an exchange of gunfire, according to the sheriff. Mullendore said the suspect was a 42-year-old man, but declined to release his name while criminal charges were being prepared. The sheriff identified those killed in the shootings as Mark Allen Frey, 50, Charles Edward Minnick Jr., 31, and Joshua Robert Wallace, 30. Mullendore said the wounded victim was Brandon Chase Michael, 42. Maryland State Police Lieutenant Colonel Bill Doffelmeyer said that three troopers encountered the suspect's vehicle and that he opened fire when troopers made a traffic stop. Troopers returned fire wounding the suspect. Doffelmeyer said the wounded trooper is doing well and that the suspect was being treated Thursday night. Authorities declined to release a motive. We're still working with Sheriff's Office on what happened and why it kept escalating. Mullendore said the suspect used a semi-automatic handgun, which was recovered after the shootout. He declined to specify the caliber or model. U.S. Senator Chris Van Holen, a Maryland Democrat, lamented the loss of life in his state so soon after the recent shootings and vowed action. Today's horrific shooting comes as our state and nation have witnessed tragedy after tragedy, and it has got to stop, he said. 
We must act to address the mass shootings and daily toll of gun violence in our communities. You know, in another part of the article that I left out, <clears throat> excuse me, there was there's a lady, it's a small town. The factory is in a small town. I think they said the population is like 3,000 people, right? One lady said she works at a funeral home. In her, to um, put what she said in short form, it's just another day. All we want is to make sure kids are able to play outside and be safe. It's just another day. This is where we have come to in this country. Oh, okay, another day. It's like taking out the trash. It's like jumping in your car. That's, that, that's where we are right now. Right? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Now, <clears throat> I was, Marlon and I were talking about this last night. And I said to Marlon, everybody at some point suffers from mental illness every single one of us and mental illness doesn't mean you are crazy deranged not necessarily mental illness is the opposite of mental health because mental health means your mental state is good right everything is good depression mental health mental illness sorry anxiety mental illness anger all these different things that alter our well-being are classified under mental illness. Now, the issue I am seeing here in this country, or with us as humans, let me be more specific, because what we're talking about is not um, just happening here, <clears throat> excuse me, but we lack self-control. Marlon said that a couple weeks ago right here on Coffee and Toe. Self-control. We are so angry. Everybody's level of sensitivity is way up there. You don't know what you can joke about anymore. You just don't know. It's like we're all walking on eggshells. Everybody's angry and everybody's out for vengeance. and We're so filled with rage. And it is because of this rage and this anger that is so vehement within our, our, our minds and that we have allowed it to take us over that we lose train of thought, reasonable train of thought to think clearly and we just act on impulse. People are not, everybody's not like crazy deranged, right? And I remember Marlon and I have had said this number of times. For those of us who grew up in Jamaica, when you see a what we would call, quote unquote, a crazy person, someone of unsound mind, normally what do we see? People just walking up and down in the streets and nobody troubles them. They don't trouble you. They may go into a garbage can or you may see them, you know, just sitting on the side of the street or just walking up and down, talking to themselves. Um, if you interfere with them, of course, they're going to defend themselves. Yeah, but they don't just arbitrarily get up and do things. And that is the crazy we know about. That is the mental illness that we were exposed to until you grow up and then you start seeing other variations and through education and exposure, you're learning more, right? But 
self-control is a huge problem. Naturalists may not want to hear me say this, but I'm at a point where get rid of every single gun at this point because there are countries where people don't have access to guns and you don't hear this going on. Because I can be of sound mind. A background check can be done on me. I can do an evaluation, a psychiatric evaluation. Everything is good. And I'll be going along 20 years, 30 years. And then at age 55, 60, somebody pisses me off. And based on what's going, what I'm thinking about, I could retaliate. And then you're going to say, mental illness. Again, we all have it in us. But what is happening is people are not exercising self-control. I don't know. We say raise the age limit to 21. Okay. Is that really going to solve anything? Because at 22... I can go, you know, someone can go get the gun and carry out the acts anyway. So what, what, what is the resolve now? I remember Nastro said something, and what I got from what she said when she was in here that day pretty much boils down to us being responsible and reasonable with ourselves coming to terms with what we are dealing with and seeking help. But why are we so angry? Why? We are a nation of angry people. What's going on? What is causing this anger within us? Is it because we don't know how to forgive? Is it because we don't know how to let go and keep it moving? Is it because we don't know how to process emotions, understanding that certain things are going to happen, and when certain things happen, you're going to feel certain emotions, but you keep moving? And let's go ahead, go right ahead, Marlon. Oh, and I was just think, I just was just thinking just now too. All the shooting, a majority of the shooting, is men. So you're telling us a man more, the man, they're more angry than and well, I'm not saying it's right, but if you think about it, it's men doing the shooting. It's like we are acting like some. Just acting crazy, you know, and some of some of some of some of us is just we don't know how to deal with this, as you said um, self control, but we don't know how to deal with disappointment either, you know, or somebody telling us no or something. I don't. I, it's and it seems like age doesn't matter. Whatever age, um, right now it doesn't matter because everybody's just going crazy and doing crazy things. So, yeah, it's men doing it. So we need some form of self-control, guys. 
You know, we need self-control for real. You know, we need to loosen up, have fun, stop taking everything personal. Um, it's just, it just crossed my mind just now, like, this guy, we are, we are the ones that are doing it. We're supposed to be a protector, take care of, you know, family, kids, everybody. Um, growing up, as we said, weeks or a couple weeks ago, I remember growing up, um, women and kids were never part of any kind of violence back in the day. You know, they're off limit, but it's like nobody cares no more. People just going in and do their stupid things. You know, but I was just, I just, that's all I had to say. Thank you. Thank you, Marlon. And listen to this next story. McDonald's manager shot by employee after asking him to leave work. A McDonald's manager is fighting for her life after being shot by one of her employees. The incident occurred on Friday, June 3rd at a McDonald's on Moreland Avenue in Atlanta. Manager Elizabeth Williams reportedly asked 21-year-old staff member Christopher Jean-Pierre to leave the restaurant following an argument. Jean-Pierre left the premises but eventually returned and confronted Williams outside before shooting her multiple times. He then fled the scene and has not yet been apprehended. Chief People Officer for Sunshine and Sunrise McDonald's, Colnith Brown, described Williams as an amazing leader who was loved by all who knew her. In fact, Williams and the suspect had such a good relationship that she'd washed a load of his laundry and brought it to work with her on the day of the shooting. Therefore, it is unclear what the two could have argued about that would have resulted in the attack. Williams remains in critical condition at Grady Memorial Hospital. Jean-Pierre is facing counts of criminal attempt to commit murder, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. Now explain that to me. She took your clothes and she washed your clothes. What could have made you feel that you should return she asked you to leave the premises must be for a valid reason she asked you to leave you leave and then you return and you shoot her multiple times it's making me feel as though when you're at work leave compassion out the door stop caring about the people just do your job collect your check it out Somebody hungry, let them stay hungry. Make them drop down dead for hungry. Don't think about offering to do anything for anybody. Don't try to offer the hand to them because they will turn around and shoot you. The minute you tell them something that they don't like. We're angry. And I ask the question again, what is, what is it that we're so angry about? That has the that has us all wound up, where we don't know how to walk away. It's okay to express verbally what has made us angry or what someone has done that has caused us to feel the way we feel, right? But it doesn't warrant us going out and killing or trying to kill the person. Thank God she's alive. But he had time to think about what he was going to do because he walked away. 
he left and came back. And this is where I, I, I'm going to say it again, self-control, because you have the opportunity to just walk away, drive away, whatever. You left and you came back. Mm -hmm. So you weren't thinking, so why did you run then? Because you left. You went outside. You tried to tell me you didn't. You didn't uh, have time to think about. You know what I'm gonna do is wrong. The rage just just fill you up like that, where you just say, "You know what? I'm gonna go back and shoot her for whatever reason." You know. I believe there's more to this story, but what he did was wrong. Yeah. Totally wrong. And then he's uh, yeah. So, wow. And I always say this, real bad man no run. You do what you're doing, you stand up and face the consequences. But everybody is a bad man until they commit the act and then they disappear with the hope that they do not get caught. Which means you know that what you're doing is wrong before you even do it or what you're about to do is wrong before you even do it. If not, why run? Stand up. Why are you running? Thinking of that song, that Afrobeat song. Why are you running? Yeah, why are you running? You're a coward. That's why you run. You're a coward. You're weak. And you only find strength in a weapon. If there was no weapon, you wouldn't have strength. A weapon makes us feel powerful. Justice Department opens probe into Louisiana State Police. The U.S. Justice Department is opening a pattern or practice investigation into the Louisiana State Police amid mounting evidence that the agency has looked the other way in the face of beatings of mostly black men, including the deadly 2019 arrest of Ronald Green. The federal action, which officials familiar with the matter told the Associated Press, will be announced later Thursday comes more than three years after white troopers were captured on long withheld body camera video beating, stunning and dragging green on a rural roadside near Monroe. Despite lengthy ongoing federal and state investigations into a death that troopers initially blamed on a car crash, no one has yet been charged. An AP investigation found green's arrest was among at least a dozen cases over the past decade in which state police troopers or their bosses ignored or concealed evidence of beatings, deflected blame, and impeded efforts to root out misconduct. Dozens of current and former troopers said the beatings were countenanced by a, number of, uh, by a culture of impunity, nepotism, and in some cases outright racism. AP's reporting found troopers have made a habit of turning off or muting body cameras during pursuits. When footage is recorded, the agency has routinely refused to release it. And a recently retired supervisor who oversaw a particularly violent clique of troopers told internal investigators last year that it was his common practice to rubber stamp officers' use of force reports without ever reviewing body camera video. In some cases, troopers omitted use of force, such as blows to the head from official reports. And in others, troopers sought to justify their actions by claiming suspects were violent, resisting or escaping, all of which were contradicted by video footage. 
Those who confirmed the pattern or practice investigation spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to discuss the inquiry before it was announced. A state police spokesman had no immediate comment, but said the agency plans to issue a statement. Black leaders have for months been urging the Justice Department to launch a broader investigation into potential racial profiling by the overwhelmingly white state police, similar to other probes opened over the last year in Minneapolis, Louisville, and Phoenix. By its own tally, 67% of state police, the, the use of force in recent years were against black people, who make up 33% of the state's population. The action comes as Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards prepares to testify before a bipartisan panel of state lawmakers investigating Green's death. Edwards and his lawyers privately watched the video showing Green taking his final breaths during his fatal arrest, footage that did not reach prosecutors until nearly two years after Green's May 10, 2019 death. Federal prosecutors also are still investigating whether police brass obstructed justice to protect troopers in the Green case and whether they sought to conceal evidence of troopers beating other black motorists. I feel body cameras should be on once you put that thing on. It's turned on and you have no way to turn it off until you get back into the precinct. Let everything be recorded. You should not have the, you should not have access to being able to turn it on and turn it off to protect yourself, your actions, because there are going to be, let me rephrase that. I'm sure there are many more cases. Because they're able to turn it on and turn it off at their disposal, they hold the narrative. The victor always gets to tell the story. And isn't that what has happened throughout the course of history? So I say, whatever it's going to cost, as a taxpayer, I don't care. Whatever it's going to cost for them to fix it in a way that once they put that on and there is a click somewhere, it triggers the camera, they can't turn it off and it automatically automatically records everything they say or do. They have no way to stop it. The only thing they can do is take off the vest at that point. And then the minute you take that vest off or whatever it's attached to, you are in for disciplinary action. Why are you taking it off? Are you doing a hostage takedown situation where you have to do negotiations and the hostage says, um, you need, no, you need to take off everything before you come in here to talk to me. You know, I kind of like what you see in the movies. That's my two cents on that. But something, some reform needs to take place within the police force throughout the country. And here you have good versus bad, because there are good cops in the force, undoubtedly. Those who take their their, um, jobs seriously, who truly understand what it means to protect and serve. There are those who are 
huge on community interaction getting to know the people in the communities where they serve because they understand that having a relationship will mean for them that the community will help them to police because the citizens are not going to tolerate bad behavior. But I guess we don't have the answers. Go right ahead. Hey, morning. Morning, naturalist. I'm not sure sure there are any good cops. And the reason why I say that... Um, Whenever things happen in our community, they, they always tell us that, you know, the good people in the community must rise up and, um, you know, shuffle out the bad people. Now, when all these, these incidents comes up, I can't recall ever seeing a quote-unquote good cop out there in the front line, you know, trying to um, get rid of these bad cops. Uh, they all keep quiet. And um, by you keeping quiet, to me, you are, you are a part of the problem also. So I know we say it all the time and it sounds good because I want them to feel good, but I don't know. Until I start seeing these good cops starting to rise up and start to, you know, call out these bad cops, I'm going to say they ain't no good cop. I mean, there are cops that do whatever it is to, to protect their um their self or their status and they don't want to become a target themselves. So they just sit back and say, boy, I'm not really like that. No, but me now I say anything because I want to protect my job. Until until they start calling these guys, these other guys out, to me, they all are, they all are, they all are the same. Yep. And this morning, I woke up late. I didn't go to work. I'm Vex, chub. Why are you vexed? Can you wake up late, naturalist? Carl, whenever I don't go to work, my job is funny. You, you get points and you lose money. Ooh. <laughs> then you can't go in late? You couldn't go in late? Nope. Ooh. If you're a one late, you, you accrued a point and you're allowed to accrue 20 points for the year. If you accrued 21, you're fired. Ooh. But I'm good to that. I only got three points, but still. But still, I know. I know that feeling. I like to use my points when I want, when I got a job to go do. Not just because I woke up late. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Not good still. I totally understand how you feel. I get it. You don't want to tarnish your good reputation. I know. But yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Ah. Go ahead, James. Morning, morning, everyone. Morning. Okay, so first let me say I'm not a conspiracy theorist but yeah. you know sometimes i wonder like if these cops are really in prison you know <laughs> sometimes sometimes i wonder that because like if you know they keep doing this stuff and and get arrested um it, it that would be like a deterrent for like other cops to you know because they don't have to do what they do you know that they, they don't have to abuse their power like that so it it makes me wonder sometimes that you know like the public don't really know what's going on so what if these guys have some special motel six that that's their prison where they, they get like um conjugal visit and they, they 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 get to keep their 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 pension and and all of that and they're like you know what like you know if i if i take this risk and 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 something happen it's it's not as bad as a criminal going to prison, like, you know, police officers get preferential treatment. You know, I wonder sometimes, because I, I I really do believe that if these guys were, just say they put them in prison with, with like, because most of these um, cops are, are like white cops. What if they put them in, in prison with some of the same, you know, like they, they, they don't have like segregated prison. They, they, they go in the same prison population as, you know, the, all the other people that they arrest, like, you know? 
So I, I don't know. Like, I feel like something is up. Either they're getting like really preferential treatment where it's not re it doesn't feel like prison. You know, they get to lie down in bed and watch Ellen DeGeneres show every day and eat good food and keep their money and their wives come and visit and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Just, just a thought. Yeah. Following an outpour of rage and backlash, the Department of Justice has assigned a team of nine people to investigate and review the law enforcement's response to the school shooting in Uvalde. Footage of the police standing in front of the school while gunshots rang went viral, causing many to wonder if the police could have done more after waiting an hour to enter the school. The, a close source to the government shared that the DOJ is the top police department in the country and usually steps in to investigate serious matters, such as the police involvement in the Uvalde's massacre. The source stated, the DOG will either investigate for A, wrongdoing, B, anything that could be done to improve the police department, or C, to make changes. He also shared that anything is possible. Guys can lose their jobs. It would have to be something malicious or an intent not to go into the school where the shots were fired. Over 100 shots were fired while scared parents and 19 police officers stood outside the premises. According to the Active Shooter Response of School-Based Law Enforcement Manual, first responders to the active shooter scene will usually be required to place themselves in harm's way and display uncommon acts of courage to save the innocent. This manual was used to train Uvalde's police department months before the shooting. It also stated a first responder unwilling to place the lives of the innocent above their own should consider another career field. Not sure what there is to investigate much, really. You saw it all. Everybody had um, different angles on video. When a mother can go in while shots are being fired and get her children and get out, I really don't know what to say about the police force there. Get rid of every single one of them. Because all of them together don't make one. A mother... No, as I said before, no tactical training, no bulletproof vest, nothing on her head, no gun in her hand, went in, got her children, got out. Look at the father who turned to the police and said, give me the gun, let me go in there because y'all aren't doing anything. So what you need them for? What you really need the police for? If they have more tools, they probably don't have all the tools that they're supposed to have. But they had more than the mother. And if just months before the manual was revisited, the manual that states that a first responder unwilling to place the lives of the innocent above their own safety should consider another career field. First responders to the active shooter scene will usually be required to place themselves in harm's way and display uncommon acts of courage to save the innocent. And I understand that you want to go home too. You want to go home to your family because you have a family. Whether it's just your parents or whether you have a wife and children or whatever, you have a family too. 
So I get it. You want to go home. But when you took up that badge, when you got up and said you want to join the force, did you not understand what you're signing up for? You didn't understand. On Monday, two Georgia preschool teachers were arrested after parents witnessed the teachers abusing their children on surveillance video. Earlier this month, the alleged abuse was reported by a parent to the Roswell Police Department after one parent became concerned about her child's safety at the school. According to a news release from the Roswell Police Department, the parent reportedly logged on to the school's camera system and noticed physical contact in the two teachers' interactions with multiple students in the classroom. Based on the video and further investigation, both teachers, Zena Alastwani, 40, and Soriano Briseno, 19, were charged with first-degree cruelty to children. One of the students' mothers, Gloria Bargi, claimed she had a weird sense she needed to check on her son. I just told my husband, I said, call it mother's intuition. I just want to see if he's okay. Pulled up the app, picked it up, right when the lead teacher was assaulting the first victim. It was intentional. It was thought out. It was malicious. These are defenseless little children. They had no policies in place. There was no, if this happens, these are the procedures we go by to the point that I had to demand that the teachers were removed from the classroom. She said, and we would not leave until they were removed. The director even looked at me and questioned, so you want me to remove them? And I said, you better believe it. Remove them now. Do the teachers know that surveillance cameras are in the classrooms? Question number one. Question number two, is this repeated behavior and nothing has come of it before because no one has raised an alarm? Or if an alarm was raised, it was, you know, disregarded because some scant explanation was given for the teacher's behavior? Three, did they feel protected? that they are well within their right to do as they please. Because one would assume that if surveillance cameras are in the classrooms, you are going to be more inclined to act within reason. Right? That's what I would think. Yeah, mother's intuition is a heck of a thing, I tell you that. You have that feeling in the gut of your pit of your stomach that something isn't right. Something is off. I'm glad she jumped on the app and looked at it. As a teacher, I know I couldn't do teaching because my, my patience level is not where it's supposed to be. But if you sign up for that role, and I know it can be a challenging situation, believe me, I know. It will test your patience, but it is better to walk away. Remove yourself from the environment for a minute if you need to have a wusa moment. Do that. That's my recommendation. And if you find that you're having feelings, ill feelings, more than you're having um, feelings of euphoria, where you, you, know, you, you get some satisfaction from seeing the lives that you're able to have an impact on, a positive impact on, if you're having more negative feelings than good feelings, I suggest you find something else to do. 
walk away. And we know as parents that our children do will test your patience and you know push you to the limit. We know that. We know. According to Marlon, that's their job, right? They're going to push and push and push you to see how far they can push you. But again, self-control. You are, what's the word? Um, oh my gosh, the word slipped me. It was right there. But you're in charge. Those children are in your custody, your care. I'm trusting you to have my child's best interest at heart. If my child is acting up, if my child is showing bad behavior, I expect that, yes, there's going to be um, reasonable discipline, meaning do you, do you need to take them to the office and call me? Do that. Do what you need. Call me. Call me. If putting them in timeout is not going to work, call me. Right. Yeah, those are stories out of North America coming up after the music break. We have business and tech news, health and science news. Here is some more budget for us as he's he is our feature Friday artist for today. Strangest feeling I'm feeling. But I love we will always believe in. Though you may, 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 Till I'm late to rest, yes, always be depressed. There's no life in the way, sir. I know the East is the best. All the propaganda that spread, tongues will have to confess. Oh, I'm in bondage, living is a mess. And I've got to rise up, alleviate the stress. No longer will I expose my weakness. Ego signalage begins with humbleness. Work seven to seven, yet me still penniless. But if you don't want me table, master, God bless. I love you, the needy and shelterless. Ethiopia, I wait all prince and princess. Till I'm late to rest. Yes, always be depressed. There's no life in the West. I know the East is the best. Yes, propaganda that spread. Tongues will have to confess. What could I want about the East? Everybody want a peace. Africa, free Africans, man. Ban up our head, why be in a hand one and all? Make we try the promised land. Would you go down the Congo, stop in a shashama on the land? The city of Ferraris, where Selassie come from? In a disababa, then Botswana. Yes, Kenya, I end up in a Ghana. Oh, what a beauty, my eyes, I behold. Holy Ethiopia, protect me from the cold. Till I'm late to rest. Always be depressed, there's no life in the West. I know the East is the best. All the propaganda that spread, tongues with African threats. I don't think the wine of violence, allow yourself to be conquered by the serpent. Why you disobey the first commandment? Walk through the valley 
feel no pestilence That is my weakness And him and me evidence Lift up my eyes from whence come it Them could have never escaped It's your judgment Murderer Blood up on your shoulder Kill I today, you cannot kill I tomorrow Murderer Your inside must be alone How does it feel to take a life? I tell you no All man are created a different sequel Some are murder people Just it can let me not stop coming dirty acts Feel the eye official You could have watched you Until you can't watch no more It is like an epidemic And you can't find a cure Upper class you could have rich Middle class whether you're poor Only the righteous won't feel insecure You ever think about Your skull getting bored Murderers Blood upon your shoulder Kill like tomorrow, murder. Your inside must be alone. How does it feel to take a life? I'm a link with your feet While our leaders play All I see People are ripping a rap All a grime Thief never love is it Thief with long bag No love for the people Who are suffering bad Another toll to the poor May God help his soul What is to stop the youth From getting out of control Full of our education Yet no own a payroll The clothes from me back have Countless eyes old Could go on and on The fool has never been told I'm a living while I'm living To the Father I will pray Only him know how we get through Every day with only I Give the price I'm a lady we have to pay While our leaders play We say who can afford to run Will run But what about those who can't They will have to stay Opportunity has scarce, scarce commodity In this time I say When mama spend her last I'll send you the class Never you ever play It's a competitive world for low budget people Spending the time while earning a nickel With no regard to who it may tickle My cup is full to the brim I could go on and on The fool has never been told Told this life he gets me down Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I am Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where 
I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at me media moments and that's M I media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and subscribe to the YouTube channel as we'll be loading up a lot of content there. This YouTube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell and don't forget to subscribe. Today's Feature Friday artist, Buja Banton. So far, we've heard Untold Stories, Till I'm Laid to Rest, Murderer. And right now, we're listening to Not an Easy Road. Certainly, it's not an easy road out here. We have to do what we can to survive. But let us hope that whatever we're doing, it is something that will sit well with our souls. Coming up now, it is time for Business News. Geico ordered to pay $5.2 million to a woman who contracted HPV in a car insured by them. The story comes to us courtesy of Ball Alert. Yeah, so Geico has been ordered to pay a Missouri woman $5.2 million after she contracted an STD while having sex in the back of a car insured by them. The woman, identified only as Mo claims that she contracted the human papillo, papillomavirus. Somebody said that for me. <laughs> papillomavirus. Okay, there we go. Known as HPV. I don't know why I'm tongue-tying myself and all I have to say is HPV. I'm trying to sound educated. During a sexual encounter inside her ex-boyfriend's car. Since the vehicle was insured by Geico and her ex failed to disclose his, stat- his status, she felt that Geico was liable. According to MO, the unprotected sex occurred in the vehicle in November and December 2017. In February 2021, she reached out to Geico with her intention to seek damages against them. After Geico turned down her claim, she took the matter to an arbitrator who agreed that the car sex directly caused or directly contributed to cause of the HPV infection. The Court of Appeals for the Western District of Missouri upheld the insurance company's multi-million dollar settlement on Tuesday. Geico has slammed the ruling, of course, stating that they were not given the opportunity to challenge her claims. Geico has also argued that they should only be responsible for damages or injuries caused directly by the use of the car. M.O. contracting a sexually transmitted disease had nothing to do with the vehicle itself. Though the woman was awarded a hefty lump sum, it is not likely that she will see it anytime soon as Geico plans to continue contesting that ruling. What is there that we can't sue for? I need to find something that I need to be able to sue for. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever, ever, ever heard. Me? And the fact that someone awarded this woman $5 million is unbelievable. I don't want her to get a dime of that. I don't want her to see one red cent of that. And tell me, and and I will let y'all tell me I'm wrong, but You're she not should wrong. not see one red cent of that money. And all her lawyers should have to pay people back. They should pay back the other people who they went up against to write all those stupid claims. That is the... I'm married... Ugh. 
I'm done speaking. I'm do- I'm right there with you, Sanat. This is the ridiculous. You crazy. go ahead, Marla. Go right ahead. Uh, I'm just saying that is just crazy. That's some cray cray right there. That's a wow. I've never heard nothing like that ever. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Marla, let me wow. ask you a question. <laughs> you know, let me let, let me keep it PG. Oh boy, look at here. <laughs> I need to buy some lawsuits too. <laughs> Did you catch anything in any car you had sex in? I, I don't. I, I don't think so. But I, I'm about to make something up. <laughs> Me and you both. <laughs> wow. Who can we go back and sue? We gotta make something up, Marla. All those times that, in those vehicles. <laughs> wow. So yeah, apparently, folks, you can have sex in a vehicle catch an STD from the person you're having sex in the vehicle with and then turn around and sue the insurance company that the car is insured with. $5.2 million for contracting HPV. The man is the person that give it the STD, not the the car lady. Were you screwing the car? I didn't know you could have sex with a car. What did she sit on? The gear stick? You dig deep enough in the in the internet, you'll find all kind of things. But still, the man gave her an STD, not the car, not the insurance company. This makes no sense. <laughs> Make it make sense. So that I need to sit out and see what I can sue for because there is something that I'm not seeing. There is something that has happened to me that I can sue for, and I will win. Really. Let me let me take that this article to oh it's Barlow Alert. But I'm gonna go search it out someplace else. And I wanna read this article again. I really need to know more. There's something that there that that moments. Yes. You must have missed a line in the story something. No, I did not. No set. I I'm kidding it. with you, love. I'm kidding with you. I know you are. But I read this, this. <laughs> I read yeah. this about five times last night. I was like, huh? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> what? So and then I said, mm. hold on there. So NBC News has, no, seriously, though. No. NBC is reporting it. CNN is reporting it. USA Today is reporting it as well. <laughs> so I'm like, did she sit on the gear stick? That has to be it. <laughs> well, a lot of, I, I know there's a lot of women who get concussion from um, <laughs> in a car. So can you sue for that? Yeah, I need to sue for that. <laughs> A concussion, though, Marlon. Concussion. Yes, my. Uh, you know. Hold on. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Welcome to the United States of America. You can sue for anything in this country, folks, and don't for one minute think you will not win. You will win. It gets. You know, so that I was weighing between business news. Believe it or not, but believe it or not, it has so many stories, right? I was like, okay, well, it's a business. They have to pay this money. Let me just put it here. It is ridiculous. Welcome to America. Kroger is coming to South Florida. Kroger, America's largest grocery retailer, is heading to South Florida. The retailer announced the opening of its first facility. It will allow families to get their groceries and essential items delivered to their doors using refrigerated vans. The main operating facility, located in Groveland, will also bring 200 new jobs to Opalaka and neighboring communities. Now, hold on. Where's that flyer? I did... 
I dumped it. Oh, did I dump it? Yeah, I dumped it. I got a flyer just this week. Marlon, you're the one who checked the mailbox, but I got a flyer came in and I'm like, why am I getting a Kroger flyer in the mailbox? I don't live in Atlanta anymore. And really, Kroger, your database is going to track me. That's why we need everybody's address private. Your database is going to track me all the way to Florida and send me a flyer. Well, the flyer didn't tell me they were opening down here. It was just telling me about discounts. Well, now I know why. They're heading south. Okay, Kroger. Um, not a Kroger fan. I'll be honest. Just like I'm not a Winn-Dixie fan. Um, Winn-Dixie down here was bought out by um, Southeast Grocers, I think. That's the name of the company. Down here, the name is now Fresco Imas. Um, you walk in there, same smell. You get good deals, I'm not going to lie, but it's the same smell. And I have a thing for smell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I try to avoid going there as much as possible. But I go there for green bananas because the other supermarket that I usually go to, the green bananas are almost ripe. So, I mean, I want good green bananas to, for boiling. I usually go to Fresco. But yeah, anyway, health and science news. Study shows frequent intake of fish could lead to skin cancer. According to a new study, fish could increase the risk of developing skin cancer. A new study that was conducted by researchers at Brown University and published in the Cancer Causes and Control Journal shows a person can become more susceptible to developing melanoma if they consume fish more than twice a week, which is the recommended amount for intake. During the study, researchers analyzed people who ate the recommended amount of fish when compared to people who ate a lesser amount of fish. They found that those who ate more fish were one-fifth more likely to develop melanoma. The study included 491,367 participants who were tracked over the course of 15 years. More than 5,000 malignant cases were reported. Fried fish intake was inversely associated with risk of malignant melanoma, authors wrote. We speculate our findings could possibly be attributed to contaminants in fish, such as polychlorinated biphenyls, dioxins, arsenic, and mercury. This is according to Dr. Eon Yong Chow, a dermatologist and the lead study author. Previous research has found higher fish intake is associated with higher levels of these contaminants within the body and has identified associations between these contaminants and a higher risk of skin cancer. Okay. Twice a week, they're saying, natural is how many times a week you have fish. So now I have to scale back here. Okay. They soon tell us chicken, go and give us something. They soon tell nice us. Nice play on words there, moments. Huh? You have to scale. Nice play on words. You have to scale back on the fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not I have fish maybe twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. When you don't yeah. have fish, what else do you have, naturalist? I have a lot of I have, um, alternative meats, and then they just I'm a I, I create some. I create. I'm a creator. I just sometimes just make some concoction. Sometimes it's just some pumpkin. Sometimes it's just some it's just some chickpeas and curry chickpeas. Sometimes I have some jackfruit curry. So I, I try different things. Come out. I get very bored easy with food. So. Yeah, we're always trying different things in this house. Okay. Curry jackfruit. You get the one in the tin or you use, the, you get the natural, the one that's fresh. 
from the market when you're making curry jack? Either or. If, if I had one that's fresh, I could use it. Okay. And if I do buy the one that's fresh, I also use a seed in a, in a little rundown. Let's the cook the seeds. seed, up. really? I know I've roasted the seed and it tastes really good. Yeah, you cook it down and run down. Like, like anything else, you cook it long enough, it gets off. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, so we have options. All right. Those were the <laughs> business and I'm sorry. Did I say? Yeah. Business and tech stores coming up after the music break. We have sports crib in corner and news out of Latin America. Here's some more budget for us. He is our feature Friday artist for today. Clancy the Gyanlem. Love them like oh Jesus.
the food good the way you carry that make your pass And you laugh round goes the mouth that no last time flourishing nourishing Watch the everything The random muffin could I ever ever want Man around down your body must think a crazy thing Tell the woman I got to him God Woman I mash up the town from end to the ground All the man them rejoice It's all over Watch how she nice and love this girl slice body gone from price It's all over Listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram at Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to our YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. We are going to be loading up a lot of content over there. Today's Feature Friday artist is Buja Banton. Played Only Man, Chuck It So, Wanna Be Loved. It's all open right now. You're listening to Champion. Don't forget at the top of the hour, we do have the Friday Mix, the Summer Party Series with DJ Lanky. And now it is time for Sports News. LeBron James's foundation is opening a medical center in his hometown. LeBron James is making another philanthropic move. On Tuesday, the NBA Star Foundation announced that they are opening a medical center in Akron, Ohio. The I Promise Health Quarters will be a community-focused primary health care center. The center will offer dental, medical, optometry, and medical mental health services. The medical center will be located across from House 330, which offers job and financial training. The center will allow access to their services to everyone in Akron. They will also partner with local health care providers to help staff and serve the facility. As we continue to listen and respond to what our families need, our work continues to expand in ways we never dreamed of, the foundation's executive director, Michelle Campbell, said. Access to affordable health care has always been a critical need for our families and further heightened by the pandemic. So we began rallying our community to bring the experts together under one trusted roof. Being able to provide this important resource for the entire community 
is only possible because we have incredible partners that share our We Are Family philosophy. The facility is set to open sometime in 2023. Dr. The director, Michelle Campbell, she has to be from the Caribbean or of Caribbean descent. Campbell, that's a, that's a Caribbean last name, isn't it? Campbell, common last name in Jamaica. But anyway, good job, LeBron James. To whom much is given, much is required. And this is how you give back to those who, because he also has the I Promise School. Am I not right? You think so? Yeah, the school is named I Promise, if I'm not mistaken. But No, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah. He has a school. Well, yeah. But you know something, Marlon? I am happy to see him still giving back to his community. Because remember when he left um, and they were not too happy and all the bad things, yeah. negative things that were hurled at him. And he put that behind him and still said, you know what? I am going to give back. I am going to build up my community. Yeah. He could have gone elsewhere and done it. And I'm sure some people who hated, quote unquote, on him when he took the stance he took, um, I'm sure they're going to benefit from the facility. I'm pretty sure of that, right? Yeah. I want to say the LeBron Love um, Akron, Ohio, where he's from. Yeah. Uh, he said it. He's, he's, yes, he might go all over the, you know, the U.S. and play or whatever, live in L.A., but Akron is his home. And he said he's, he's going to try to build and do much more in that community as he can. So... Props to him. I'm happy what he's doing. He, you know, he's taking his time doing his thing, trying to build different communities, do different things to help people. Yeah. And that's, that's wonderful. Yes, I know there's other people doing it as well. Mm -hmm. But um, I have to give everybody who's helping out, trying to help, give a helping hand, just give them a big up props and everything because that's good work. Yeah. Good for you, Ron. Keep going. And you know something, Marlon? Here is something that a lot of us forget. We are so focused on the dollar amount in our bank accounts, wanting to acquire and acquire and acquire, to be able to pull up our accounts and look, oh, I have so many, I have so much money, so many millions, right? When the truth is money was made to be spent, it's how you choose to spend it, right? Um, and him becoming a billionaire is a blessing because he has given so much and now he hasn't lost anything as a matter of fact he has gained more than he has than he has lost or spent and gaining more folks does not always mean the money in your bank account or your net worth or your assets gaining more let us translate that into what we're doing while we're here on earth how are we contributing to the betterment of the human race? How are we contributing to making our neighbors better, our communities better? We all can't grand scale, right? But in some way, we are able to make a contribution, whether it's through just carving out time to listen to someone, whether it's mentioning someone's name to someone else, Make something as simple as sharing a post about someone's business. 
because people feel that to support it always means money. No, it doesn't always mean money. There, there are many ways in which we can support folks and give of ourselves and our time. A lot of times all people need is a listening ear, someone to talk to, because you're taking the time to listen. It's telling that person, you may want to believe it or not, but you're telling that person, I care. I do care about you. Right? So let us see how we are moving. Are we only here to get what we can to be a taker? Or are we here to be givers? Go ahead, James. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I Hopefully, um, a lot of the, the, the NBA players that are coming up now, the future, like superstars, like they'll take... You know, because the NBA is always trendy, like with, you know, players wanting to be like uh, Michael Jordan, players wanting to be like Kobe, they want to be like LeBron. So hopefully this is something that they aspire to be because it, it, it kind of hurts when you see like, you know, these basketball players, you know, singers, rappers, and, you know, they are showing their mansion and they have like 200 cars, you know, in, in, in their in their their mansion and they're not doing you know they're not doing for the community you know because you know they, they, they have benefited much in music in, in sports and and to give back to the community a lot of them are not giving back and they would be the first people to come out and criticize politicians when they have the opportunity to to impact their community and they're not doing it so hopefully this becomes because this is a very powerful thing that he's doing because the first the first set of um, students from the, the I Promise School are now heading to college and all of their college tuition and everything is paid for up front. You know, so just imagine just imagine like twenty years from now there's a there's a, a president, a senator, someone that would not have, you know, had that opportunity like, you know, the next the next, um, you know, Zuckerberg, the, the, the next great inventor that would have not had this opportunity if it wasn't for him. Just imagine 20 years from now, those people giving their testimony how this guy changed their life. You know, so, so hopefully, especially for the, the black community, a lot of these rappers and singers and basketball players will, will, will follow suit and, and, you know, make young black girls and boys in america achieve greatness thank you james and while i agree with you i'm gonna say this there are many people who give and you never know because i am a staunch believer in whatever your right hand does your left hand doesn't need to know learn that from my parents right um there are people who give and will tell you do not utter my name so I don't want us to assume that because there, it is not public knowledge that they're not contributing to their communities or contributing to other people. A lot of people believe in being silent investors, silent donators, right? Silent supporters. Um, yes, it's nice to hear about, you know, when people are doing things, you know, it's nice to hear about it and that it will motivate others. But you know, let's be careful with that because we don't want to make the assumption that other players, and who to tell, probably there are other players who are involved on the back end, but say, don't call my name. Let me remain quiet. We don't know. 
You know what I mean? Um, yes, I agree that we might be looking on and saying, oh, they're flaunting their cars and they're doing this and they're doing that. Yes, we, we, we all are. Well, I know I've been guilty of criticizing them, so I'll put myself out there. But the truth is, they worked for it. It's theirs to do as they please. You know, they worked hard for those cars. They worked hard for those uh, mansions. Do I agree with flaunting it? No, I don't. But you know something? We say people are free to do what they want to do, right? That's their freedom. Um, I am not a big person when it comes to flaunting because I think sometimes flaunting can set you up, meaning people will target you. You can become a target, right? Um, yeah, just my two cents <laughs> on that. But big up, big up, big up, big up to LeBron James for doing that. And, you know, yeah, we appreciate it. And I hope it will encourage others to get involved, whether publicly or privately. Um, yeah, to help. Reach back and help someone, however you can. All right? Coming up now, it is time for Caribbean Corner. First story comes out of Barbados. Government has embarked on a number of policy initiatives to breathe new life into the local manufacturing sector. Speaking at the launch of the Barbados Manufacturers Association's Trade and Innovation Summit 2022 at the Hilton Barbados Resort on Wednesday, Minister of Industry, Innovation, Science and Technology Davidson Ishmael said these initiatives were aimed at improving the competitiveness and export readiness of Barbadian enterprises with the goal of achieving an export target of U.S. $1 billion by 2030. And I have to say I support that move. Um, the summit is being held under the theme, Our Global Village. The minister said one of these initiatives is the corporate reform and rebranding of the Barbados Investment and Development Corporation with a strategic focus on experts exports government is seeking to establish a strong export brand by building a national export culture we will globally position barbados's industrial brands in the international market to appeal not only to the diaspora but to consumers across various cultures and borders um as i'm reading that part there that's something that i think a lot of the islands who want to focus more on export um, should hone in on don't just export to the diaspora meaning you're only going to export food that um, people abroad long for let's see how we can dig a little deeper see what other um, ideas we can come up with when it comes for example into technology um, manufacturing clothing um, yeah just a couple ideas so good job, Barbados. Out of Jamaica, businessman calls for the hiring of skilled person with skilled persons rather without degrees. In declaring that many people without degrees are extremely skillful, Amber Group founder and chief executive officer 
Dushayan Savadio says it's time for both the private and public sector in Jamaica to desist from only hiring individuals with the required university or college degrees. It is time for us to focus on human capital. In my opinion, skills are not equivalent to degrees and degrees are not equivalent to skills. He was speaking during the graduation ceremony for the first cohort of 25 trainees under the Amber Hart Institute of Coding at AC Marriott Hotel in New Kingston last week. The graduates earned level four certification in coding for the program. While stating that the world has changed and persons without tertiary qualifications have made valuable contributions to society and businesses, he also disclosed that he also has no degree, as I didn't even graduate. And I hope you know that I was kicked out by my parents when I was 19 years old because I was a drug addict, alcoholic, and a chain smoker. While recognizing that persons with formal degrees continue to pave the way for the society, the businessman said the time has come for entities in Jamaica to embark on the journey to employ persons because they are skillful and not because they don't have the relevant degree that your business or public sector is looking for. Yeah, it's true. We are so hardened on the prospect that people must have a degree to be able to hold a position. And the other thing that always puzzles me is... Um, <laughs> You're supposed to have a degree. And I've looked at many um, job offerings in Jamaica. And I, because I, you know, I like to read through to see what's going on. You got to have a degree. You got to have so many years experience. And the list goes on. And you're like, okay, is this realistic? Is this realistic? Are we asking for too much? Some people, because of economics, were not able to get a degree. They wanted to, but they could not. But they have the work experience because they had to go out and get a job to be able to help their parents, right? Some of them do have it on their roster. It's on their to-do list that once they are in a position where they're earning to be able to pay for the education while working, they're going to do it. Should we neglect them? When... I tell you this, there are a lot of people without degrees who are very smart, who are very capable, very bright, lots of ideas. So why are we punishing them because they were not able to afford to go to school? Or for some of them, guess what? They just did not want to go because the truth is college is not for everyone. But we have been conditioned to feel that you are somebody if you have the letters following your name, whether it's an associate's irrelevant now, but if you, you have to have a bachelor's or a master's or a doctorate to be considered accepted as somebody. We need to break away from that. For those who aspire, of course, we're going to celebrate and lift you up and encourage you and motivate you and champion you. But let us not push those to the side who are just as bright, just as smart, but have decided to take an alternative route. I know someone opened your, their mic. Go right ahead. Or was I hearing doubles? Okay, I must have been hearing doubles. Yeah. And some people aren't meant to go from high school straight into college. Some need to get real life experiences. 
right? So everybody's path, everybody's journey is going to be different. So I applaud this businessman because he's also highlighting everything that went wrong, so to speak, and I put that in quotations, in his life. He highlighted it. Yes, I was a drug addict. Yes, I was a chain smoker. Yes, I didn't go to college. Yes, I was kicked out. But guess what? Look at where I am. And that is sending a message that there is hope. There is hope. As long as you believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself, though. You have to believe in yourself. Just look at it that, you know something, I'm, I'm having a setback. But this setback is going to set me up. Because now he is in a position to look at other people and say, listen, I may have blundered, but I'm still a possibility. Never you compare yourself to someone else too, because everybody's journey has to be different for a reason. For a reason. Sharika Jackson proves too good for Thompson Hira in Rome. All right, then Olympic. 100-meter bronze medalist Sharika Jackson clocked a new meeting record to easily beat her Jamaican teammate Elaine Thompson-Hira in the women's 200-meter at the Wanda Diamond League in Rome on Thursday. Jackson, who is also an Olympic 400-meter bronze medalist, pulled away in the final 30 meters to win in 21.91 seconds, which also represents a season best for the versatile sprinter. Wow. The 21.91 clocking by Jackson is just four hundredths off the world's top time this year, set by Olympic 200-meter silver medalist Christine Boma of Namibia. Boma wasn't in the Rome field. Good job. Listen, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm eating, keep doing it. Y'all are just blessed. <laughs> That's what it is. That's your blessing. That's your gift. Continue with it. Proud of you. Proud of you, ladies. So the U.S. announces new climate change partnership with the Caribbean. The United States will partner with its Caribbean neighbors to address climate change, build resilience in environmental threats, and finance clean energy projects over the next eight years. The collaborative effort will take place through the U.S.-Caribbean partnership to address the climate crisis 2030. That was announced uh, yesterday by Vice President Kamala Harris as she met with heads of government from the Caribbean community and the Dominican Republic at the ninth summit of, summit of the Americas in Los Angeles. Strengthening the U.S.-Caribbean relationship is a priority for me. Harris, who has Jamaican heritage, declared in her opening remarks prior to closed-door discussions. Harris and the White House said PACC 2030 will be the United States' primary mechanism for addressing the Caribbean's energy security and climate crisis, as well as meeting the long-term goals of the Paris Agreement and the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. All right? Summit of the Americas. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Good morning. I just had a question. So yes. did, it, did it read as... DR, the Caribbean and DR? Huh? Yes. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. The CARICOM community that, and the Dominican Republic. Oh, the CARICOM community yeah. and the... Uh, okay, okay. Because yeah. I, I wonder why, you know, the, I really hope that we get over this idea of, like, DR and not being a part of the Caribbean. And I feel like we need to 
like it would be so much better because it's it's a geographic thing you know yeah um and other and other spaces and and there are so much similarities and so much opportunities for uh latin american countries that have uh that are, are, are along the caribbean route or the there's so much similarities and i hope that we can do a lot more work together despite language differences uh yeah well, thank you no. i just wanted to know if that's how they they, they uh they worded it because i've been noticing people have been pulling dr out of the caribbean when it, and it is in the caribbean but isn't haiti a part of the caribbean too yeah but it's it's uh it's a uh, you know it's this this idea that it's uh because it's this uh, definition of what black is you know um but Puerto Rico, Cuba, DR are a part of the Caribbean. Now, if it's West Indian, it's different, right? Mm -hmm. But Caribbean is Caribbean geographically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I just I just wanted to know if that's how they languaged it, because I've been noticing people have been doing that for a very long time. Yeah. Yep. 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 So much of the. Yeah, they're not a part of Caricom. They're not a part of Caricom, though. No, they're not. Because they're they're classified under Latin America, it, it's weird. I don't understand it, James. And yeah, it's been that way. When you talk about the Caribbean, they don't normally, they don't usually mention Dominican Republic or Cuba. They um yeah or Puerto Rico. They and, and sometimes and also, sometimes Haiti is not included either. Yeah, Haiti is not included. Uh, Bermuda is not really included either. Um, Guyana is like right on the edge. Like I think Guyana, like they are involved in cricket and stuff like that. But I don't know. Guyana is a weird one because they they are part of the the, the West Indies cricket thing. But they are, they are. You sure they're not part of Caricom? I think they I, are. I can speak to that. Yeah, I can speak to that because somebody corrected me strongly. Guyana was actually core in the creation of Caricom. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, I they're, was they're, told. Yeah. I know that they're in it with cricket and stuff like that, but they're not. I don't know. For some reason, they're not considered Caribbean, even though they 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 are part of. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's a weird thing because <laughs> I. Hold on. Let me see something. Let me jump on Google because um. And I think Belize is not a part no, of it. Belize is a part. Belize is a part. Um, that I can speak on. Um, is a part of Caricom? Yeah, they are a part of Caricom um okay guyana guyana is guyana a part of character because Gu guyana shares a border with what colombia or they are in south america yeah but i think here's the thing uh, but just listen it makes me um often uh, it's i find it unfortunate is that the definition of identity is based on who colonized you right so uh guyana and Belize, because of the English colonization piece, is often with the Caribbean, whereas, uh, but also there's some geopolitical pieces to it too. But I have friends who are from Guyana who are like, listen, Guyana's a part of Caricom because they were instrumental yeah. in it. Um, but, uh, but DR and Puerto Rico and Cuba, because of the Spanish influence, um, are often uh, tied to Latin America, but there is a whole bunch of even South America and Central American co communities and spaces that have a lot in common 
with the Caribbean, and I feel like there should be more um, work and collaboration with Latin American and Caribbean countries based on the way in which we face economic and social oppression um, by the colonized uh, European identities. That's just my take on it. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the member states, Antigua and Barbuda, Bahamas, Barbados, Belize, Dominica, Grenada, Guyana, Haiti, Jamaica, Montserrat, St. Lucia, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Suriname, Trinidad and Tobago. Then you have associate members, and those associate members are Anguilla, Bermuda, British Virgin Islands, Cayman Islands, Turks and Caicos Islands. All right, so, yeah, that's where we are with those. Summit of America's wholeness urges greater coordination to safeguard tourism. Prime Minister Andrew Holness is calling for greater coordination among governments and private sector tourism partners across the Americas to better plan for and manage crisis impacting the sector and protect workers. Speaking at the ninth CEO Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles, California yesterday, Holness noted that in the initial stages of the COVID-19 pandemic in Jamaica, there was an immediate fall off in tourism, but noted that the government took a very proactive approach to cushion the effects. We engaged the sector and we put in place a program to ensure that we could support employees in the tourism sector. So even though visitor arrivals fell dramatically in some instances to zero, we still managed to cushion our tourism workers. Going forward, a stronger approach is needed in terms of having a plan to ensure the resilience of the industry from a human resource management point of view from a public health point of view, and indeed to treat with any other form of crisis that may emerge. He said, there must be cooperation in setting standards and working towards a uniform set of rules and regulations to make it easier and seamless for our partners in tourism to function in our space, noting that governments are at a better place in terms of managing and coordinating regional efforts in ensuring that the ministry is well supported and we do have a story uh, we have two stories out of latin america before we get to our friday mix um the first one here a woman was caught smuggling packets of cocaine in her wig at a panama airport Speaking in a video from the official Twitter account of Attorney General's Office at the Republic of Panama, drug prosecutor Xiomara Rodriguez confirmed that a Colombian woman was arrested at Panama's Tocumen International Airport for having stitched within her hair weave or wig 68 black cylinders containing a white powder resembling cocaine. According to Rodriguez, the woman was traveling from Colombia to Spain when Panama authorities noticed some irregularities with the woman's hairstyle. Upon scanning her hair and later cutting through her weave, authorities discovered the 68 packets of a substance believed to be cocaine. Panama authorities could be seen in the online video removing the cylinders one by one as the suspect sat calmly during the process. Lady, you clearly weren't thinking. Clearly, we're not thinking. Uh, the Darien Gap has been a migratory route for decades, but last year, the number of people braving the inhospitable terrain exploded as the COVID-19 pandemic and associated economic fallout 
drove more migrants and refugees to set out on foot in search of better living conditions. More than 133,000 people crossed the Darien Gap in 2021, and this is according to the United Nations Refugee Agency, up from 8,500 the previous year and 23,000 in 2019. This year is on track to surpass that record number, the agency said, with nearly 20,000 people crossing in the first four months. That's double the number from the same time period last year. With the pace of migration accelerating, aid organizations are sounding the alarm about the increasing risks of the journey and the difficulties that local governments face in addressing the medical needs of this vulnerable group. People emerge from the jungle covered in mosquito bites with scrapes and broken bones. They are dehydrated, hungry, and traumatized, having been stalked out not just by wild animals, but by criminal gangs and smugglers who beat and rob them or extort them in exchange for safe passage through steep mountains and across turbulent rivers. Sexual violence is also wielded as a weapon. Women and adolescents are raped in exchange for payment or to instill terror. Some people don't make it out at all. In 2021, the vast majority of migrants and refugees crossing the Darien were Haitians. Now the largest grouping is Venezuelans who represented close to half of the migrants and refugees traversing the passage so far this year. Another 24% were from Africa, 20% from the Caribbean, and 11% from Asia, predominantly Bangladesh and India. So we all know that the trek is going to be to get to the border. They're making that passage to get to the border. They're risking their lives to get to the border. And hence, again, and I hope those who are able to pass the message along do so, because I'm sure I'm not the only one who is speaking about this or highlighting this. But when you're going to have a meeting with the Americas, you cannot leave out the countries from which a lot of these people are making the moves. We have a migration problem because there are problems within those countries that the people are leaving from. And as James pointed out yesterday, a lot of people don't leave their countries because of money. A lot of them leave because of the crime and violence. You have some people, a lot of families ship their children away and say, you know what? Go to university abroad, go to school abroad, go, go whatever, and just don't come back. And it's not because they're from dire straits of, you know, situations. No. It's because of the risks that face them. So again, I would implore the administration to have conversation so that we can work out something with the governments of these countries, in particular Nicaragua, Cuba, Venezuela, and of course, now we'll have to have conversation with leaders of the Caribbean, people from Asia as well. Find out how we can change the tide there, right? Nicaragua authorities, and I know, James, you're going to love this story. Nicaragua authorizes deployment of Russian military forces. The government of Nicaraguan president, Daniel Ortega, has authorized Russian troops, planes, and ships to deploy to Nicaragua for purposes of training law enforcement or emergency response. In a decree published this week and confirmed by Russia on Thursday, Ortega will allow Russian troops to carry out law enforcement duties. 
humanitarian aid, rescue and search missions in emergencies or national disasters. The Nicaraguan government also authorized the presence of small contingents of Russian troops for exchange of experiences and training. Russia's foreign ministry spokeswoman Zarya Zakharova told or yeah, Zakharova, I said it right, told the Russia news outlet Sputnik that the measure was routine. We're talking about a routine twice a year procedure for the adoption of a Nicaraguan law on the temporary admission of foreign military personnel to its territory in order to develop cooperation in various areas, including humanitarian and emergency responses, combating organized crime and drug trafficking. Nicaragua also said it will allow the presence of forces, naval and air vessels of Venezuela, Honduras, Guatemala, the Dominican Republic, Cuba, Mexico, El Salvador, and the United States. The permission is valid for the second half of 2022, according to a report by the Russian state news agency, TASS. Ortega has been a staunch ally of Russia since his days in the leadership of the 1979 revolution that deposed dictator Anastasio Somoza. Ortega served as president from 1985 to 1990 before being re-elected to power in 2007. And I can take a few comments on this and I'll kick it off by saying, never see smoke without fire. You know that saying, right? You never see smoke without fire. Remember, Nicaragua omitted from the Summit of the Americas. Now we're starting to see the issue. Now, the U.S. is of the clear understanding that a lot of people who make the journey from Nicaragua to Mex through Mexico to get into the U.S. looking for a better life, America is aware of this, right? America is aware of the crime because remember, too, when Donald Trump was in office. He described them between Nicaragua, Mexico, Guatemala, all of them um, as countries filled with rapists and murderers, right? So the great USA realizes and recognizes that this is an issue with these countries. Why didn't they then send troops there to try to remedy the situation, to see what training can be offered? right to see what can be done here goes russia <laughs> ah, james i just oh, go ahead empress go ahead i just have a quick thing to say i think that even if we're not interested in moving back to jamaica i feel like we should have a, a plan each person or you know of like what other caribbean island what other place that we can think of to reside because I feel like people are pointing to who may be taking over in the next you know uh, what is it 2024 if all this is going on I think we have to be smart about Africa sister Africa Africa Ghana here we come hold on Andal go ahead Empress I mean I hear you too about about Africa but I feel like to be honest I'm just gonna say I when I when I have been to the Caribbean, especially even Jamaica, the amount of people and people from Europe who are investing and building in the Caribbean, I don't think we should overlook how the investment opportunities in the Caribbean. Of course, also Africa, too, African countries. But I'm seeing too many 
Israelis. I'm seeing too many Chinese. I'm seeing too many people who are in who are buying up property in the Caribbean and in our own in backyard. So I'm just saying, regardless of where you want to go, I think because of what is going on and what moments just shared and and what we are hearing about what uh, voting going to look like, what is the other plan? What other yeah. citizenship can take, honestly? Yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead, Andal. No, I'm sorry. I was just saying that Africa, Africa is also, um, you know, Ghana is, you know, because that's where we start need to look at. Look at going back to our motherland, you know, of course. I'm out, I'm out running, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead, James. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Russia, what Russia is doing there, they're taking a page out of China's playbook, you know, and I don't know, like in 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 whatever lifetime we have left on this earth, like it's going to be very interesting <laughs> because it's it's like, you know, the, the old way of discovering places, you know, we can't do that anymore because that's an act of terror terrorism. Mm -hmm. So like all of these countries now are busy trying to discover in a new way discover countries you know so like yeah it's going to be very interesting because you know china as it's as you see already china over the past 20 or so years have taken over africa and the caribbean right. and and is like in a in a tug of war now for you know um with the americans and and it, it seemed like from from this um story that it does read it seemed like russia is about to to put their you know, to throw in their, their hand too. And I, I what's, what's interesting too is that um, Turks and Caicos, a few years ago, the Turks and Caicos, because you remember the, the, that, that guy that um, was with this um, actress from America, the, the president and beat her up and a bunch of stuff. And the island, Turks and Caicos was on the, uh, the Lisa upward. Ray. Lisa Ray, yeah. Turks and Caicos was on the, the it, it was touted as the next Bermuda, Turks and Caicos, because like it's a, it's like almost like a, a gold mine, you know, ready for investors to come in and, and to build. And with that, that guy like pretty much bring down the entire island. And um, there was some negotiation with the Canadian government. Um, they're asking Canada, if they were asking Canada, if they could step in and take over, like allow them to use Canadian money. And of course the Americans object to it. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's gonna be very interesting because you know, Canada is like a little puppy dog where, you know, America just bark at them and say, Go sit down one side, but they can't do that to Russia and they can't do that to China. So yeah, it's gonna be very interesting because you know at, at least two uh, how many airports? There, there's numerous airports. I know, like, they just finished the one in um, in Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. Mm -hmm. um, Saint Vincent. Um, the, the the Chinese government just finished a brand new airport there. Okay. Uh, um, and they're they're building other airports across different places in the Caribbean that didn't have access before. Right. So yeah, they're taking their time and and and, and sweeping in. So it's going to be very interesting to sit and watch it. 
All right. Thank you so much. I do have to take a break. I do have to go to break. Coming up after the music break, it's Believe It or Not News plus entertainment news still to come. And it is time for the Friday Mix with DJ Lengthy. The voice of our generation. It's your boy Drizzy Drake. This Drake. is Rihanna. The little Chico Pitbull. I'm Nicki Minaj. Yeah, this is Usher. It's your boy Flo Rida. And you're checking out John O'Radio. John O'Radio. And I do apologize for the slight delay there. Trying to figure out why it will not play this morning. Hold on one second. Bear with me. Bear with me. I hold on. The devil is a liar today. I will say that. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. I appreciate it. Okay. Let us. Hmm. All right. So it played earlier. Now it will not play today. Really not sure why this is happening this morning. I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I will get that fixed in just a second. Bear with me. Yeah, so I don't know why the file will not play this morning, but I'm gonna fix it if I know myself very well. One thing, nothing to beat me, me beat them. <laughs> so hold on, folks, it's coming right up. In the meantime, here's a little uh, more. Moment. Yes, I, I was the last person that came in here and on. I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, Andre, it's not you, it's not you. Don't worry, it's not you. <laughs> Sorry, Bradley, but I'm sorry. Thy kingdom come on earth. Thine will be done on earth. Always be thy name. Can liberate 
the people Over hills and valleys too Don't let them fool you Don't believe for a minute that they are with you Ja free the people Over hills and valleys too Don't let them fool you Don't believe for a minute they don't like you Why try to make I am happy? Really, I don't know. If it was up to them, my friend, we would never see the sun or the snow. Through that mystical communication within, we keep on coming together. I love to see brothers and sisters looking out for one another. That's the way it should be, not contrary. Stop tearing down each other. Only Rasta free the people. Over hills and valleys too. Don't let them fool you. Don't believe one minute that they are with you. Shall free the people. Over hills and valleys too. Don't let them fool you. Behaving like they want you to, yeah I say, arrogance is much different from ignorance And I know you feel the same way too Many live this life without having a clue No reason why they are so sad and blue Blessings to go, so much things to do Not a moment to reflect on the cycle of life, yeah Let them fool you Don't believe for a minute That they are with you To free the people Over hills and valleys too Don't let them fool you Don't believe one minute They don't like you It's hard, it's hard, it's hard of men. The rich man's wealth is in the city. Yeah. Destruction of the poor is his poverty. Lord, destruction of your soul is vanity. Mama, look from when you call me. Destiny. Destiny. Mama, look from when you call me. 
I will say this about myself. I don't give up. I never do. I fix the problem. So now it is indeed time for the Friday mix in the Summer Party Series, courtesy of DJ Lenky. Here we go. You don't know it's yours truly, DJ Lenky Matika. I represent for the Friday mix. And remember, you can check me out on January Radio every Thursday for your thing called Blitz Thursdays 2 to 4. All right? So let's keep it locked. You know, tuned in to the general radio. Advice against the Que yo te agarre, baby Besos en el cuello pa' calmar la sed Mi mano en tu cadera pa' empezar Como ve, no le vamos a bajar más nunca, mamá Pa, 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 baila Placata, placata Como ella lo mueve No te voy a negar Estamos claros y ya No te lo voy a negar Se olvida 
Share it. So for those who in love and they feel it, let me hear you see it. Put your hands up. 
Friday mix. We eventually got it. I did say, don't play with me, pray with me. I will not be defeated. <laughs> that was the Friday mix, courtesy of DJ Lenky. Make sure you go ahead and follow DJ Lenky Matic on Instagram at DJ Lenky underscore Matic. And listen to him on JohnOradio.com every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern for Blitz Thursday. That was a good one. I appreciated the reggaeton vibes. And I know some people in here certainly appreciated the soca vibes, myself included. And Dal, I hope you were able to get a, your jog in. I do apologize. I know I had to cut you off because we are 
on a timer <laughs> so i do apologize for that but i hope the music helped you with your jogging empress gozo bad vibes bad juju listen you're not the only one they classify as a jafakan i've been questioned uh, my jamaican card has been revoked many times so don't feel bad um so i just want to say thank you to all our listeners logged on to qmzradio.com johnoradio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens on moments with me and you're listening to coffee in tow world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our reviews also Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram, Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Ah, let's see how quickly, if I can sound like one of those um, car commercials. You ever watch those car commercials and at the very end you hear something you just can't make out one word that they're saying? Speed reading? Or you go to the auction and they're auctioning off... Um, at the what you call these facilities public storages the storage is great places to go and get good deals folks um i've heard i haven't tried it out yet because i'm a little scared i will tell you but they say scared money don't make money so i'm gonna step out one day or if you go to any auction you hear them going really fast let me see if i can do the rest of the stories like that <laughs> so a teen was shot by stray bullets while doing homework in her queen's home a teen girl in queens new york was doing her homework when she was struck by a stray bullet in her home at around 11 p.m the teen was doing her homework uh, on 2015th street in st albans when a bullet shot through the front window prior to being shot her father called the police to report several gunshots made outside their home the new post reports the teen was taken to cohen cohen children's medical center where she was treated and discharged. No arrests have been made, but the family's neighbor's home surveillance showed three suspects pull out guns and start shooting. Oh my gosh, there are no details yet on who the suspects intended to target. At this point, get these guns out of people's hands. Two people rescued after falling, not in a tank full of shaving cream, but in a tank full of chocolate in Pennsylvania call them dipped in chocolate two people were rescued after falling into a tank of chocolate at the mars m&m factory in pennsylvania on thursday both patients were transported to the hospital assistant supervisor nick schoenberger of lancaster county 911 dispatch told cnn one patient was transported by ground and one person was transported by helicopter the extent of their injuries is unknown Fire crews have eliminated pulling them straight out of a tank. Brad Wolf, communication supervisor for Lancaster County 911 dispatch, told CNN earlier on Thursday they had to cut a hole in the side of the tank to get them out. Wolf said it's unclear how the people fell into the chocolate tank. And right away, I'm thinking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Don't know why. Don't know why. Um, yeah, I'm glad they got him out there, but I'm curious to know how on earth did they fall into the... Were they saying, you know, I, I think it's a dare. But hey, will we ever know the truth? I don't know. Florida police arrested two minors who reportedly broke into a gun shop, store, gun shop and stole several firearms and ammunition. On Wednesday, police arrested two brothers, ages 14 and 11, after they broke into a gun shop and stole 22 firearms along with ammunition. The boys were not named due to them being minors. The robbery took place on Wednesday at around 3 a.m. 
When officers responded, they saw the brothers running away armed with multiple handguns, ammunition, magazines, and long guns. Due to the weight of the multiple guns and ammunition stolen, the juveniles dropped the guns and fled on foot in separate directions. The boys were charged with 22 counts of grand theft of a firearm, one count of armed burglary, one count of criminal mischief, and one count of resisting without violence. The 14-year-old was given an additional charge for violating his probation. All the weapons have been returned. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, Jesus, take the case and give me a pillow. 14-year-old already has a, pr a probation, already on probation, violated his probation. He and his 11-year-old brother break into a gun store, steal weapons and ammunition. Who set them up? This sounds like a setup to me. Also, this happened in Cape Coral. Okay, my other question is, what the heck are you doing after your bed at 3 a.m. in the morning at 11 and 14? Next question um gun shops i would suggest well that all guns be locked away in a vault kind of like the bank at the end of the day the vault holds everything and it is locked everything is locked away in the vault right why don't they have that same setup for a gun shop i've never been into a gun shop i might add but I would think just like they do jewelry, they, you go to the jewelry store, all that jewelry that you see is taken up and locked away in a safe at the end of the business day. Why isn't the same thing done for a gun shop along with the ammunition? Why isn't it locked away in a vault, a safe, something? I don't know. Um, I hope that gun shop owners will now look at finding other stringent measures to protect their wares and what do we do with the 14-year-old at this point? On probation, out on the streets at 3 a.m., armed burglary. Is he acting on his own or is he being recruited by someone? And he takes his 11-year-old with him. An Alabama woman murdered by her husband weeks after protection against him is lifted. An, Ab an Alabama man killed his wife and then himself just a few weeks after a protection order against him was lifted. Martella Tyler, 40, and Justin Tyler, 43, were married for more than eight years. But this past Sunday morning at around 2 a.m., their bodies were found after firefighters put out a fire at their residence. No exact details have emerged about how the couple died, but police believe Justin murdered his wife and committed suicide. Authorities' theory about the case comes after Justin was previously arrested over a domestic violence incident that took place back in February. These are reports from the Trustville Tribune. Three days later, Martella was given a protective order against Justin, saying he brutally beat her and stabbed her. On May 12, the two showed up in court requesting that the order be dismissed. The couple did not explain why they wanted the order to be lifted, but the order was subsequently dropped, people reports. Marcello was described as a hard-working real estate agent who was always smiling and laughing. I'm curious to know why would you lift the order if this person beat you brutally and stabbed you why would you go back to court? Now, sounds as though she was threatened, but she ended up dead anyway. He ended up killing himself. 
he probably set the place on fire first and killed himself. Go right ahead. I'm sorry. No, I think you know the, the thing is <clears throat> there's a there's a mindset of holding on to the, the the good times or when it was or you don't want to. There's a connection that is a reflection of you. Oftentimes in the in the experience of abuse, and sometimes your mind is so attached to the other person, you know, and so you want to do it and it's there there is a lot of force and belittling there i i was reading along with you and then i went a little further and i was surprised that she went with him to get it lifted yeah you know there is a sense of of coercion and um and threatening and you know for people who have been abused for a very long time <clears throat> I've shared about my experience. I didn't, you know, physical was not it. But I remember seeing moments, you know, me talk about my liquor four years. I had a client who was an older woman who was in her 70s. Her, she and her husband, he's been doing this to her for over 30 years. Wow. And she can understand why she's having nerve attacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you know the the psyche of it is is just unfortunate and then we see we wonder why but people have there are different layers of abuse this is the extreme but people stay in things where they're emotionally financially and verbally abused as well for years and it just eats away at you so i just hope people anyone who's listening to it because what made me move out of it was hearing reese witherspoon actually talk about losing herself in an abusive situation and, and needing to leave. And I th and I said, anytime I see research this, I'm going to say it. So if someone, I'm feeling moved to say this now, if someone is hearing my voice and feel like they can't come out, make a plan and, and start because it's not going to get better, unfortunately. Yeah. The person not connected to you. So just take your time, make a plan and leave and you will get the support that you need. Yeah, I agree. I have to agree with you on that. It's not going to get better. No matter how many times they say sorry, we have to put common sense forward. You have to. Love is not always. I, I don't even know if you call that love. I really don't know if you can call that love. I don't know because love is not supposed to hurt. They say. Who sang that song? You should love don't say sorry love means never having to say sorry no that's not true either but i think what i think it was barris hammond who did that song i think what he was alluding to um is that if you love somebody your goal is to protect them and to care for them is to protect them and care for them not hurt them and harm them right that's the goal you know what i mean because love is not supposed to hurt not at all and and can I just say something very quickly? When I was in social work school, I lived, I was at University of Maryland, and there was a number, there was stats that came out, research that came out that the highest level of uh, abuse happened in Montgomery County. Montgomery County is the richest country, um, county in the U.S. at the time. Isn't that in Maryland? In Maryland, yeah. yes. Rich, white. And they were like, why? Oh my gosh. I think here's the thing. People get connected to the idea of this is, this can't happen to me. Yeah. So I can speak for myself as a good girl, the good girl. I'm, this is not happening to me. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to me a kind of way. 
he might dog me out certain times away. He might, you know, force, you know what I mean? But this is not me. I'm a good girl. This can't happen to me. This can't happen to me. I'm rich. This can't happen to me. I'm educated. This can't happen to me. I have two parents in the home. It is happening to you. And you are worthy of more. So know that the, what you experience is not tied to your worth. And once I got that, I was able to move out. And what happens is people hold on because of what every, everyone's going to see. You have the big home, you have the name, you have the ring, but yeah, <laughs> and that is not it. You understand? Yeah. Your value is more than that. And I, I feel like I'm speaking to somebody. I don't know why. I just want to Well, let's that. hope they're hearing you. I do hope they are hearing you. And just to our last story for today, thank you so much for that, Empress. And I hope the message sinks in. A North Carolina man cashes in a $600 lottery ticket, finds out he won almost $600,000. So, folks, do not throw out those lottery tickets. Please do not. Things slap them and dreadlocks no play in a no bang around. And anywhere we go, 
weeds and trunks in art. All right, then. No pass your place and no cross the line. And knock me with me from coming to hard to find. Underneath, I will stand up at the cast for mine. Right now, I'm going to roll up and I'll dust me feet just past my mind. Now the music, loud the weed, I'm about to cast the crime. Anytime you see the rasta, I'm going to ask for mine. Vampire, them are come in a mastermind. So the mountain blood samples hard to find. All right. This them fi know Anything you reap or that you sow Hands are fi clean and your heart are fi pure Light up the chalice and me tell them to That's the fire I ever say fancy car If you no mess with me you are gon' see your million We not the Congo long just like the Amazon Split big like a cylinder man up beat like gum One question Where you come from? Treat when he made the thing slap them said dreadlocks no play in a no bang around and anywhere we go we dance trunk in art when they think them a knock knock on the door the forty call the forty four come lock lock till the dog step in so hot me start she flow Premier League we have the arsenals we fight the revolutionary battle cause only the battle them fi poor the youth them fi rich equal rights and power men tell them fi leave the sun she shine out black rain we show a them no make we let go six to like the hoe a them DJ a colleague burn out the cow a them this is the one he like me pop it off and beat one food fi reach the people mouth and money fi a reach on but and brave no pet no chat Jamaica land where we from shining like a beacon we the best so this you know see me one Thank you to all our listeners who logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me and you were tuned in to Coffee in Tow World News on the go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to go ahead and follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments on Instagram Moments with me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell and i just gotta squeeze this in a moment with me as soon as life or something stops being fun i think it's time to move on life is too short to be unhappy waking up stressed and miserable is not a good way to live richard branson Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Th- 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 thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We, 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 we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Enjoy your weekend, whatever you do, wherever you go, you know I'm going to say, please be safe. Coming up later on on John O Radio, it is Wanted Fridays with Mix Master Kevon. Check him out. Don't let that one miss you. See you all Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern.